All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, it really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and feature today. day, I'm super excited, all the way from Winchester, Massachusetts, none other than Sven Anderson. Sven, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. I cannot wait to dive in. Thanks so much. I'm psyched to be here, man. I'm fired up. It's going to be cool. And uh, I'm happy to share with anybody and anything, anybody that wants some, some information and insight about growing their real estate business. I'm, I'm just uh, super grateful and I truly appreciate it, man. Uh, it, it, it's, it's my honor and it's everybody else's pleasure. There's no doubt in the world. So Sven, uh, without further ado, let's just dive into the series of questions. I really want everybody to get to know who you are, why you do what you do, and really just get that tactical knowledge to apply to their business. So uh, let's just start with the first question. It's really introducing yourself, who you are, where you're from, why you do what you do, your background, your story. Cool. Yeah. My, uh, so my name is Sven Anderson. I uh, grew up in Connecticut. Uh, Greg and I were talking a little bit about Connecticut. Yes, we were. Uh, moved to Massachusetts, went to Bentley College, and right out of school, I got a, an, into the technical world. I grew, I, I said I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do in terms of uh, <clears throat> growing my business. And I was like, hmm, let's get into this world of building computer networks. So I did that for a while. And I said, uh, I learned all about building computer networks. Hmm. Uh, after that, I, I decided that I, I found a little niche. And I, I started working in the world of um, internet security. So I, I, I heard all about what this internet security thing was. And so I jumped into and started with a uh, startup company selling people that would break into computer networks, ethical hacking, if you would. So wow. yeah, it, was a cool, it was a cool model for a while. Huh. Uh, and then I, then I switched gears and I was selling some business into uh, a large organization, a financial organization here in Boston. Hmm. And after a year, year and a half of uh, juggling that, um, after dealing back and forth with purchasing and, and all these other things where there was no real decision maker, I would be talking to one person and then they'd go to this person and this person, and then finally uh, go to the purchasing department. And at the end, they'd say, drop, your, drop another 10 to 15% or else we're not doing a deal. So wow. I got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to do this because I'm not dealing with any decision makers. Mm -hmm. And so... I, uh, I switched gears out of that and I joined okay. another internet startup company, hmm. which was different. Okay. Selling, I was selling digital IDs that were put on the Amex blue card. So all the digital IDs and those little, those little chips that everybody has on their credit cards now was yeah. a thing in the future where nobody had them except this Amex blue card. And we were selling the technology that would allow digital IDs. Wow. That's Started the company. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. So it's a story. It's story is pretty cool, but hmm. So my wife looks at me and she's like, well, you know, I started with this company. I was growing this out and, and uh, selling into the, the, the verticals of uh, telecommunications. So I was traveling all over the country. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I decided, you know, we, we got to this point where the company was, um, I joined it at, at uh, 10 for one split at $100 a share. And when I left, it was 35, it was delisted from the stock exchange. So wow. one of these companies crash and burn because, and my, my top client was MCI or WorldCom, Unreal. which was a nightmare. So anyway, long story <laughs> short, they gave me a severance package and my wife says to me, what do you want to do with your life? And I'm like, huh, she's, she's like, what do we want to do? I'm like, I have no idea. 
And I said, you know what I want to do? My father was a builder. Okay. I grew up doing building houses, digging trenches, putting roofs on, doing this and that. Wow. I said, I want to switch gears and I want to sell real estate. Hmm. She goes, what do you not know about real estate? You're <laughs> a computer guy. You were, you know, you have a marketing degree and a business background. I'm like, hmm. Who knows? Let's get into this. Right. So I got a severance package, got the package and took off and said, I want to switch gears and hmm. get into real estate. So Unreal. with a three month severance package, I got in my real estate license at the same time I was in that world. And hmm. off I went into uh, the world of selling real estate. Unbelievable spent. And, and again, going through your, your background and your story with the technicality, your knowledge basis and your expertise into those, into those worlds, it, it is an interesting question to ask, you know, why real estate and what was going on? And even with your background, digging trenches and new construction in, in the building realm, what was your initial thought process in your mind to go into real estate? What, what was it? What, why, did, why did you really completely just shift and, and go into that? What was it like there? You know what? I love? I've always been a salesperson. I've always sold things. I've mm. always I've always been in that world where I connect with people and I I add value. But when I first started, I said, "What what do I really want to do?" I'm passionate about the town that I live in, and I'm passionate mm. about what I'm what I, I I'm selling, and I and I'm knowledgeable about the building side of this business. So interesting. Okay. I, I said, "Wait, I want to learn. I want to learn about this business, and I want to mm. grow, and I want to figure out how to be different." And, and what I did is I just switched gears and said, I, I don't know anything about this, but I'm going to take two feet in and, and learn it. And mm -hmm. so I did it on my own. I, uh, I literally would stay at my, at the office, my wife, we were, we were, she, we had no kids. We were living in an apartment and I was literally in the office till 12 midnight every night, just trying to do what I needed to do. I'd be running. Mm -hmm. I would be running the, I, I would actually, I did something different. I actually was the pr first guy that I bought 20,000 laminated cards hmm. and I would run them through the printer at night at 12 o'clock when nobody was there. So I would be the just listed cards would be yeah. like this, this thing. And I would be running through the printer and the next morning, the printer wouldn't work right. Oh, wow. And they'd be like, what's wrong with the printer? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that was my first, I, I would just do things that would be crazy. Like somebody, when I first started the, my uh, manager said to me, I said, what am I going to need to do? How do I get started? Mm. Here's a phone book. Wow. Phone book? What do you mean? He goes, call through all the letters of the alphabet and ask them if they'd like a complimentary market analysis for their house. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. They're like, no. This is it here. <laughs> wow. So guess what? Mm. I didn't know any better. Mm. How you doing? Would you ever like a complimentary market analysis? Wow. Years later, that whole process changed and it, it evolved. So... I, I, I've learned that, you know, this business is a lonely business, right? Mm -hmm. It's a weird business. It's a sure. business that you, you, unless you're with somebody and being guided as a mentor, mm -hmm. you're, you're like this uh, kind of a homeless person. It sounds kind of weird to use that analogy. Sure. Sure. But it's like, you're wandering around trying to figure out where you fit. Mm. Like, what do I need to do? How do I get better? Like, how do I accelerate my, my learning and my, and my graph, my path to success? How do I do that? And so I always found out like there, there was nobody at the, the, this firm that was really guide me the right way. They were just like, figure it out. And I was like, wow. And this was 20 years ago. So it was a little different in the sense of, you know, what people would do as mentors and how would this happen? And I guess what I learned is that it was challenging. It was challenging. When I first got in this business, I remember going to the 
the person that was one of those pretty senior sales agents. And they said, I said, I'm really excited to work with you and learn a little bit about how to do business. And they're like, you should get out of this business. <laughs> You're never going to make it in this world, in, wow. this, in this business. And I said, oh, okay. Unreal. That was a fire because I was always competitive. I, I, sure. I went to Bentley in, in, in uh, college here or university here in Waltham, Mass. And mm-hmm. I played competitive tennis uh, during college and after college. And awesome. um, I just was like, that's going to be the fire that fuels me. Mm-hmm. And, and that fuel that fires me. And like, I'm so fired up to, to like crush it. And mm-hmm. so I just said, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make something about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the way that my path is. And I'm not going to let other people tell me what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to create my own path. And I think that's what it's hard in this business though, because if you're starting off, you're not sure how to go, where to go, what to do. Well, and I think to, to that nature, it's, you know, a lot has changed in 10 years. A lot has changed in 20, 30. I mean, there's always evolution through an industry or uh, you know, especially into real estate and how things have adjusted, but you've really, had that progression in your career and in your life to, to really create what you've created in the team and the reputation that's out there. So just share a little bit with everybody who's watching or listening, Sven, is from the beginning, what was your path like? How did you land in Keller Williams? And then obviously, you know, build this beautiful team that's growing and, you know, continues to. So what, what did that look like as you were weaving through your, your career? Yeah. So when I first got started, I, so I hate paperwork. I just mm-hmm. hate it with a passion. I suck. <laughs> I do not like to fill out paperwork. I'm the right. guy that will talk to you. I'll, act, I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. And then somebody's like, hey, you've got to fill out these 30 pieces of paper. And I'm like, Ugh. let's automate this. Let's figure out how to audit. Like, let's just put it in the system. And so I was the first guy with an iPad that would sign on it. And they're like, we can't take this. I'm like, it's the same form. It's just in a digital format. They're like, eh. So anyway, I would push the envelope all the time. Love it. And after the first year in real estate, I hired my first assistant. Brilliant. I sold the house. This woman walked in and said, she goes, I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I want to do something with you. Hmm. I'm like, what do you mean something with me? She's like, I want to work for you. I'm like, but I don't know what to do with you. I, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> right. she's like, I can do anything. And I'm like, okay, well, she was an older woman and she was a nice person. And I said, great, you have a job. Let's go. Let's figure wow. this out. So we worked together for five years. Hmm. I taught her all about the business. She handled all the paperwork, which was perfect. And I handled okay. all the other pieces. Okay. As I grew from there, I basically wanted to find out how to add people to that. And I mm-hmm. just added a person to our team mm-hmm. and as a real estate professional, but you have to add one person. And that first person is an admin person. If you're trying to grow a team, hmm. because that's the most critical part because, and you have to actually talk to people with what you want to take on and what you don't want to take on. So if there's things that you like, keep those things. If there's things you don't like, get rid of them and actually put them on a piece of paper and say, this is a job description for somebody. Hmm. Because if you don't start that way and you don't do that, then you're not going to, you're not going to grow the right way. So Mm -hmm. if there's things that you hate doing, put them, write them on a piece of paper and that's a job description for somebody. That was my first job description. And my wife's like, that's the smartest thing you could have done. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Who know? I didn't know. I was like, I just want to figure it out. And I hate paperwork. So (laughs) So it's, it's the necessity that kind of drew out that, that, uh, that hire or that acquisition, uh, you know, for position. But I, I think that, you know, furthermore, there's so many people that are tuning in and, and they're really understanding where you're coming from is try to leverage yourself in the best possible ways. And, and really you're breaking it down to people. 
uh, systems and different levels of technology, how can you really be the best version of yourself, focus on what you love and what drives and motivates you and, and gives the best end result to buyers and sellers, but then also, you know, building a wonderful team around you of people, tech or systems that are going to allow you to help more families, to help more lives, to grow into a larger scale. And, you know, you doing that immediately within the first year thinking this way, Sven, is, is incredible. And, you know, I would encourage anybody who's watching and listening to, to do exactly what you just said, make those lists see what you're currently doing, what you love and keep doing but the things that you don't, but still have to get done job description. I love it. I, I it's just as simple as that. I, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, I don't know. I just, here's a situation, right? Like you, you can always be better, right? I'm, I'm a firm believer. Like I learn every single day. If mm. I'm not reading a book a week, mm. uh, I'm not learning and growing and I'm wow. always about that. And okay. so you know, and, and if for people that are learning about that, I'm literally on the bike or on the treadmill because I've done a, I, I, I've done a half Ironman and I'm going to be doing some more. Uh, so those killer. are the things that were pushing, pushing me to be different, to be mm -hmm. a leader and to be different in terms of those expect, expect, expectations of my team. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually looking to push myself always. So okay. if I'm on the bike or I'm running, I got AirPods in it and I'm, and I'm actually listening to a book. So mm -hmm. if you're not, or a podcast or something like that. So, right. um, so right here. This is what you're listening to. So. I, I appreciate that, Sven. I mean, learning from great minds such as yourselves from all different backgrounds and really there, there's not a one size fits all and everybody has a directive and, and an opportunity to grow to the highest of levels, but you got to put the work in, you got to put the time in. I mean, multiple decades of you doing what you do and loving what you love and making an impact. Um, I really want everybody to know about the team. So let's talk about the team and how that was formed where you're currently at and um, let's talk about growth for that, because I know you guys are growing and I would love just more information there, too. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a team of 10, um, okay. nine as of today by okay. 10 by next week. OK, so uh, we'll be growing to that level. Um, and, and it's a combination of uh, uh, myself, mm -hmm. kind of the lead 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 listing agent and, and rainmaker, if you will, in that sense. And then okay. we've got our. Um, uh, our listings coordinator hmm. who manages all the listings with us as okay. well as our director of operations hmm. uh, who manages day-to-day -day operations as well as our team and <clears throat> team and, re and recruiting components. Love it. In addition to that, we have our, uh, we have an ISA that just mm -hmm. joined our firm. So we have an inside sales associate. Uh, we have a team lead uh, buyers, sellers, agent, hmm. and then we have uh, five other um, uh, four other, excuse me, Mm -hmm. for other uh, team agents. And Perfect. so um, what we're trying to do is grow. We're growing mm -hmm. actively. And okay. what we're wanting to do is add, you know, we're adding a marketing person and we're going to be adding some other folks to the team. So um, it's, it's a big push to be able to make sure that we've got all the right, we've got all the right people in place mm -hmm. that are a cultural fit who are team players. Mm -hmm. So if people are trying to, to, to grow a team, um, if they haven't read the ultimate team player, that, that book is, I don't mm -hmm. know if there's some books out there that are awesome. Sure. It's about culture. We're trying to build the right culture within our organization. And I think what I've found is that I've had people come on my team and leave my team. I've asked people to leave because they haven't been a cultural fit, but also mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do is build the right organization with the right people who are all A players. Love that. Because A players follow A players. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that 
if I change the standard for what we're building and how we're holding people accountable, they don't like that. I had mm. one conversation wow. with one of my team agents, Kara, and she said to me, um, I was with somebody, I was with a different firm before and I, I joined your team. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate the camaraderie of the team mm. and the accountability component of it to keep me on point. It's huge. Yeah. And I, I, I was just said to myself, that's really, really powerful to be able to say that you did it on your own. You tried mm -hmm. it on your own. It wasn't successful. And she, she, this person's actually exploded and she's done an incredible amount of business. And she's going to do more this year. She's going to double her business. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that if you help groom people the right way and, 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 and lift them up and guide them and, and help foster uh, success and growth, and let other people around them see that hmm. other people want to be lifted up and, and grow. And I think that's a big, big piece of, awesome. of growing as a team. Yeah. And, I, and I think there's a lot to be said about it, but I mean, ultimately, I mean, we just fell shy of a million, a hundred million dollars last year in terms okay. of uh, two, 2020. Okay. We're not, we're going to be on track to do between 185 and 200 million this year. I and so so we've got a big push to mm -hmm. make sure that we front load all of our marketing, which okay. is if somebody's not doing that, you should be thinking about that where you front load your marketing dollars for the first quarter to the first half of the year. Mm. So I'm taking allocation of my money and time and resources into my team members, as well as all of what we're doing to capture opportunities now. Brilliant. And so if somebody's not doing that, you really should think about that because that really does change the dynamic of the year ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, and so about the team and the culture, I just think it's really, really important that we have the right people okay. on the bus in the right seats. Yep. Um, because if you do, you win. There's another I, good book, right? The energy bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the right on the right seats on the bus, good to great, um, I, I believe, or, or maybe it's something else going through there, Sven. But I, uh, I love the fact that you're the way that things are set up and it is a true unit and you are all growing together and succeeding together. And, you know, that's just not the case. Unfortunately, there, there's still a portion of what you dealt with 20 some odd years ago where people are just wandering and they're alone and they don't have the guidance and, and leadership and or uh, camaraderie and proper culture to really flourish. It's that, that uh, the environment that's necessary for you know, that seed to grow into that giant tree um, and to bear fruit, which, which I think is a beautiful example into what you guys do. And so Sven, with, with that being said, though, what's the best way for anybody um, who's tuning in, watching or listening to get a hold of you, to learn more about the team, to ask questions, that sort of thing as a resource? What, what it, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Um, to reach out to me in particular, or? you or the team and anybody yeah. just to learn more about what's going yeah. on in your uh, world. I mean, anybody can email me Sven S V E N at Anderson group realty. So it's a N D E R S E N group realty.com. Okay. Um, and, and just give a ring. If you really want to call them seven, eight, one, seven, two, nine, uh, two, three, two, nine, just okay. call the number and check in. If you want to set up a time with myself, um, mm -hmm. I want to be able to help guide people. Here's what happened, right? Mm -hmm. I, I never had the resources to be able to connect at a high level with other top producing agents. And yeah. quite honestly, uh, unless I was, I was part of the Howard Britton group of, of folks that were doing some different things. And I was part of some different groups, cyber stars and all, all these other older groups. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I was really enamored with some of these top producing agents. Actually, I do want to share this quick story because oh, I think yeah. it's powerful. 
Share away. So I was ready to get out of this business in 2000. And I literally was ready to leave in 2007 and eight. I was ready to pack it up and take off. Hmm. And my wife looks at me and she's like, what are we doing? You're not Hmm. making any money. Hmm. And I said, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, you're not making any money. You started a newspaper that would be selling ads in the newspaper that was going out to the entire area once a month. And I was saying, sending 20,000 pieces of this newsletter or newspaper out to these people. And I was quote, selling ads in it. Well, the economics didn't work. And so I was ready to pack it up and move to California with my wife. My brother-in-law lived in San Diego and she's like, let's just, let's have you get a real job. I love and, we, it. Oh, boy. and so we had we had a daughter at that time and she was pregnant with our second so i was like wow maybe she's right mm-hmm. so i re- re- picked up the phone and i called my friend leslie mcdonald mm-hmm. who who's at in california in, uh, in the chicago area mm-hmm. good good friend of mine and mentor and i've said to her she was doing 92 million dollars at the time wow and she's running a team and i i called her i said i need to talk to you for a minute she's like I said, you have no idea who I am, but I need your help. And she was the most giving human being on this planet and said, I want to talk to you. I'm happy to. Mm. And I was like, you don't even know me. And she's like, I want to help you. And I'm like, Mm. you have the biggest heart. I love that. So I said, what can I ever do for you? And she said, you know what? Just pay it forward. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't know who you are or what you, what you, are, who you are, but she's become one of my dear friends in this business. And, That's awesome. and I would do anything for her and her family and, and she would be for mine. So I think what I, you need to do is you need to find mentors in this world, right? Mm-hmm. You need to find people that'll lift you up and that'll help you along. Because when I was going to get out of this business, she talked me out of it. She said, mm-hmm. you have some other opportunities because we were speaking on the same stage where we were actually at a real estate conference and mm-hmm. And she just guided me the right way. And she's like, you wow. need to do these things first. Hmm. And when she started doing that, I started to listen to her. And my wife was on the phone with us and she was hmm. like, okay, I get it. So you can do this, stay with it. Wow. So without that conversation, I have to tell you, I was going to leave. I was going to get out of this business. Hmm. That, and the that, next year I was at Remax. I was, so, so it was a different company and I left, okay. went to Remax and I was, I, I became the rookie of the year the next hmm. year. And after that, I was the top team in New England for Remax and all these other pieces. So we started building and growing and changing and evolving. And, and ultimately, I got an opportunity to, to build my own office out at, at Keller Williams here in, in the area. And I okay. opened up my own mega agent office. So mm-hmm. uh, and we're super fired up for our for our team. It's been it's been an awesome it's an awesome place to be. And we've got the right people, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the right people matter. Right. For They're, sure. Cause you wake up every morning and you've got to put yourself in the right world because you're the sum of the five people that you hang around the most. Well said. Right. Mm-hmm. And if those people don't lift you up and they're not a positive energy in your life and you don't have people to actually look up to and challenge you, then why are you here? Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to grow from that. It's, it's, you are guilty by association, positive or negative, and that can equally drag you down. It's just as fast as lifting you up. And, um, you know, that, that pathway and that story, I am so glad that you didn't get out because I, I I've heard, I've heard over the years, several different, um, you know, conversations and storylines between, you know, some of the most incredible real estate professionals. And it blows my mind 
that there's been so many of you that there has been those breaking points and or close to more bending, not breaking points um, of just throwing in the towel and, and looking at it. this is a tough business. This is this is not easy under any circumstances, but, you know, it's that continued nature of can not giving up and pushing forward and surrounding yourself with great people and having those mentors in your life and that guidance basis and, and, and really just focusing on the most important things that move the needle. Uh, but look, e even the best and brightest minds get discouraged and frustrated and that's normal. We're all human, but you know, it's not so much as, to, you know, if you get, what, uh, what is it? Mike Tyson, uh, you know, everybody's fine until they get punched in the face. You know, right. that, that's what happens after you get punched in the face and what do you do with it? And, you know, how do you learn from it and grow? And that's, that's all that you're representing out there in the world and the community and real estate. So, and I think it's a, you know, wonderful projection and people need to hear these things. Um, I, I know you're doing a lot of big things going on right now and you got uh, stuff going on with Inman Connect uh, here coming up soon, as well as family reunion with KW. So can you tell everybody just a little bit about that and, and, you know, what, what you're doing there? Yeah, so I'm super fired up and honored to be doing some different things with Keller Williams. I the other day I did a script off with some my my good friend Nick Wilder and, and some other folks, and just mm -hmm. just trying to be connected at a different level. I think uh, whether whatever whatever organization that you're part of, just find your tribe. I, I you know I, I have a lot of friends in the world of real estate, and and, and I'm not. I'm not pushing for one company or another. I'm just, right. I, I'm all about trying to find right models and systems to follow so that I don't have to recreate the wheel. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that, you know, with the right people to do the right things, you, you can learn a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm, we're talking about on Inman Connect on, I think it's February 26th, if I'm not mistaken, actually okay. January 26th, excuse me, January okay. 26th this year, I'm going to be on Inman Connect. We're talking about building teams. Love it. Um, and then family reunion, we're going to be talking about um, how we are handling our virtual seller, buyer and investor seminar series um, presentations and how we're cultivating opportunities on listing in the buying side and investing side for, um, for our team. So those are the different pieces of the puzzle that we're doing. You know, we're just doing so many different things on social and, okay. and, and just kind of like, I, I gotta tell you, it's, I just want to build the right team and the right mm -hmm. focus and have those, all these other pieces falling into place. But mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, here's a little thing I've, I've talked about with team and culture. Yeah. And, and for me, it's about seeing some, some of my team members light up and see how to actually evolve and change. And we were doing some scripting the other day and I, I, I want to just talk a little bit about it. They, yeah. I just saw them take the scripting tools and implement them. Hmm. And I was like, that's what fires me up more than anything is like to see somebody wow. grow like that. Great. I, I was so fired up by that. Hmm. And, it, and the, just the, the, the way in which they say, I'm so grateful for our team and what we're doing, what we're building. And I'm like, this is cool. And some of the things that we're doing for team building, we're going to talk a little bit about it on Inman Connect is okay. we did our virtual virtual Christmas party and our virtual event with, we had, we did a, a, a bolognese making class oh, cool. serving wine and had it all delivered to the, the team. But we, we built, we built like this whole thing. We did ax throwing as a team hmm. pre COVID and some other things. So yeah. um, you got to build this connection with your team hmm. and you've got to try to do that with your clients too. And we're doing all kinds of different things. Hmm. You know, we're doing a virtual challenge with our team. Uh, okay a health challenge. So it's basically, you got, you got 60 or 90 days and we're going, we have 60 days. We started December 1st, we get till, till the end of January okay. and we're going through this. And every week we're actually holding each other accountable 
to fitness and health goals. Hmm. Like little things that keep us together. And I think that, I think that's, what's cool about what we're building. I mean, these other things are cool too. I I don't mean to say that there's other opportunities that aren't cool. I think Mm -hmm. within MinConnect and these components of building teams, that's a really important piece. And then this virtual thing has been huge Mm -hmm. for us. Um, And and I want to talk about that too, and some takeaways and into the next portion, but this has been incredible information so far, Sven. And and I I guess I just want to compliment you because I know everybody's thinking about this the same way. Your, your, your excitement towards the growth of the people that you are spending your time with and the successes of your team and who you're surrounding yourself, uh, that fires you up is incredible because it's not you. It's not about you. It's about them and everybody else in your life and in your world. And you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's probably a big portion of why you're so successful. Why the team is so successful is because it's nurtured, it's cared for. It's not just a dollars and cents sort of standpoint or very transactional. Um, and hopefully everybody took that away. I-, I love to have that reflection to push everybody to think of what their current situation and, and, and or environment is. And are they getting those tools? Are they getting that nurturing? Are they, do they have somebody like you right? Who's really caring for what they're doing with their lives and with their businesses. The answer is no. I don't know. I mean, you really got to have some hard thoughts into your mind, into your brain that way. But uh, yeah, I just love this representation and amongst so many different reasons why I consider you a Titans fan. It's just, just incredible stuff. But I, I do want to, I want to shift it to the tactical portion. You've given so many nuggets already. So, but I know you're a wealth of knowledge. We could just go on and on, but if you could look back at your career thus far, and whether it's into building the team or as an individual producer or what you've seen really stick into your business, a few things that you added that it really moved the needle for growth. Uh, any advice that you give anybody who's watching or listening, what's that look like? Video. All right. Tell me more. Tell me more. This is, this is good. I, I just have to tell you that, you know, so I've got multiple coaches. Okay. I've got, a, I've got business coaches. I've got uh, financial coaches. I've got uh, health coaches. I've got people that I you, you you've got to you've got to have those people, and they they've pushed me a little bit. Love it. And so one of my coaches basically said to me, "You've got to do video. Mm. Like you've got to be consistent with it and lean into it." And so I was like, "I've never done a Facebook Live. I've never <laughs> done this. Like, oh God, what am I doing?" Sure. I fumbled my way through it told the story about why I was selling my own house mm. and converted for, for buyers, for clients who want to sell houses. And wow. ultimately it's about, not about converting clients, but it's about telling my story. Mm-hmm. And I found that people really gravitate to that. They really do gravitate to, you know, the story of why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and trying to make sure that people know that story is really powerful. And I'm telling my team, like, listen, we're doing pre and post videos to listing opportunities when we're before we're meeting them doing a, 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 just an introduction on your iPhone. Okay. Texting okay. it to them. Hmm. Same thing on the follow-up, you know, thank you for taking the time to meet with us. Greg, a really pre- pleasure. Want to do whatever we can. We're going to follow up with the text. We're going to follow up with a systemized process that you can, you know, learn about as it relates to our listing presentation and or our buyer presentation, whatever have you. And, and we're going to share with you all these different things. Here's a link to our Google form so that you can fill out hmm. our Google buyer intake or our, our, and we'll, we'll go through our seller intake with them. 
So we do all kinds of different things and everything is automated, which is really pretty, it's huge, pretty cool. So mm -hmm. when somebody fills out a seller intake form and, but we do this with a video piece. Mm -hmm. So we have a systemized process for it. So after the video gets sent, we sell, fill out the, this, the buyer or seller intake, the seller intake then, then gets dropped into our database via Zapier. It gets mm -hmm. then or, or triggered to set up an appointment in the calendars for the appropriate parties. And then we, it launches all these other different backend systems that our director of operations put into place. I did not do that. Okay. I'm sure I say that. <laughs> that but, director of ops is uh, worth its weight in gold. There's no doubt. That, that's a lot of great ridiculous. stuff out there. But, but you know what? You're, you're only as good as the people that surround you, right? Yes. I say it again, right? I, I can't do this myself. I don't want to do this myself. I've right. got three girls and yeah. a dog named Molly and my wife who I love and adore. And I got to tell you that my time spent, if I can take all my time, I want to, I want to pour into my team and into my family. And that's what I want to do with my, my life. And I, I have to tell you that I've, I really realized that it's not about what you have. It's not what you do. It's like who you're sharing your time with. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you're doing the right things the right way, you, you can streamline a lot of this business mm -hmm. with all these checklists and flow charts and processes. And that's awesome. Sure. You've got to make sure you pour to the people that are around you. Because when you do it right and when you systematize this business, you're going to be free to spend time with other, with other people. And I always tell people, you know, and this is, I say to my new team agents, like, listen, don't set the standard for people answering the phone call at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Cause then you set the standard to always have to answer the phone call at that time. So and true. every single time that, and somebody told me this, when I first got into business, they said, every time that you say yes to somebody, you typically say no to somebody else. And guess who it is that you say no to? Wow. Your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So don't do that. And I think what it comes down to is right. Like trying to elevate what you're doing and, and change your, your, your game is, mm -hmm. is really a critical part of it, but it's about people, the right people around you make you, mm -hmm. that's how I believe it. So, I mean, there's, there's so many, so many layers to that, that, that piece of advice or, or multitudes. I mean, it's the people that you surround yourself with, right. That they're true practitioners of their crafts. They love what they're doing. And again, taking that time, that you would be doing it off of your plate to do what you do best, which I think is one monster takeaway. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of rebut you on that for a second too. The video portion I think is crucial. And there's so many different ways for live video from streaming to pre-recorded video to using automation and leveraging systems and tools. That is a game changer in and of itself, right? Setting up the right process, the right systems using uh, proper content. That's actually going to nurture. It's going to have a, uh, an emotional connection. Uh, you know, that it's not so cold and uh, implementing video, I think is the closest thing. Just like you and I right now, we're live streaming. We could be in the same room right now. We're 2000 miles apart, but I feel like I'm hanging out with you right now, just like hopefully everybody else does. Um, you know, I think there's so many layers to that advice um, that you're going through, but Sven, um, really, I think a lot of producers have this problem, whether they're newer or they're seasoned into the business is to let go, to, to, to take that advice that is so true can't state enough what you just said is so true to be able to take things off of your plate, to take things off of your shoulders, to stop feeling that you have to touch every single aspect of your business. Otherwise it's not going to get done or not to get done to the highest of standards. What advice would you give to anybody out there who is on that point where they're thinking, I know I need to do this, but I just can't let go. What, what would you say to them? Or what would, what did you say to yourself? I mean, you did it so early at a year in, 
I mean, you let go by hiring an assistant. What is it? I mean, just let go of what you, here's a problem. And I'm trying to figure this out right now. Listen, I'm not perfect at anything by any means. I'm not perfect. And I don't know everything there is to know, but I, I do know that, listen, I need to push myself to be challenged. Right. And I need to push others to be challenged. And I think that, um, if you can let go of some things, you're going to grow. And if you don't let go of them, you won't. And so I've learned that if you, and you have to just challenge yourself and push yourself. Like, I didn't want to do this video, Facebook live. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm scared shitless. I have no idea what I'm doing. I really don't. And I'm like, what if I say something wrong? Or what if I do something wrong? Like, you know what? People want to know that I'm real. Correct. Yep. People want to know that you fumble. Like mm-hmm. I fumble. Everybody. He knows I fumble. Every, my wife knows I fumble. My kids know, certainly know I fumble. Like uh, here's the thing, right? Like, you you got to be real, right? Mm-hmm. And I think going back to it, video makes it real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing it live and you're doing it on your face, if you're doing it on your iPhone and you're just shooting a video, like it's real. Like yeah. this is real. There's no editing this. This is no. Facebook live and it's going live so it's live now yeah it's not edited at all (laughs) right so if you're not putting yourself out there and learning about social media or doing video or you know challenging yourself then how are you growing how are you growing professional how are you growing personally how are you doing that like what are you doing to challenge yourself and i think that um you know i just want to always challenge myself and i think going back to this video piece because i really didn't finish it Mm -hmm. I want to add more video to my world. Okay. I want to add more clip it video to, to shoot, shoot, you know, Facebook lives and, and mm. to do that. And I have, I'm getting all the tools in place to do that. Perfect. But I'm also, I also hired a professional videographer who shoots mm. all of our houses and I'm starting to build a media company around that because Perfect. I don't want to be held hostage to other um, videographers and, and media f- people. So no. I'm building something different so that we can actually shoot more videos that are at a high level. And then we're layering those into our, our world this year. So it's a different, it's a little different world that we're building. And I think what I'm finding is that I'm intrigued by what's going to come because Mm -hmm. the video piece and just sharing what, with who people, how real you are and Mm -hmm. what you, what challenges you're faced with, you know, make you, I think make you relatable. Correct. Yep. That's just, connectivity at, at that level of, of any human nature and any dialogue that way. And I, I would agree with you. And I think there's so many professionals that are wanting to get involved with video. They're not sure how to do it or what, what steps to do it. And again, that comes down to leadership. And, but I mean, there, there's no such thing as great artists, only great thieves. There's very few original ideas that are out there. It's real estate. It's been done. There are, you know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars that are made. So just look to the true practitioners, what the pros are really doing, and then take it at your level and implement what you can in chunks and just kind of move forward and really see that success. Once revenue comes in the door, then how do you reinvest and make more revenue, right? Help more families, help more lives, grow the team. I think that just kind of comes in through evolution of your career. You don't start, you know, in chapter 100 the first day right? You got to work your way through the chapters of your life. You can accelerate some of that as everything that you're saying and more Sven. And I think that it's just, it's really, really huge notes to take away. A a lot of times when I have these conversations on the digital end, especially with marketing, I mean, it it really looks at it from video to your point, you got to have your hook. You got to have in a noisy world, 
that we live in and not just real estate, but business. If you look at any media that's out there online, there's a ton of people with products and services and lives and things that they're doing and sharing. So how do you stand out amongst all of that noise first and foremost to get people's attention to stop? And then the second layer is once you have their attention, then how long can you keep it? That's, that's really it at the end of the day, it, whether it's 10 seconds, whether it's 30 minutes, hopefully everybody's attention is still on this after, I don't know how long we've been chatting, Sven, but it's been great. Uh, but you, you get the point, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're a living proof of putting in the work, thinking about the end result and really systematizing it in a way that can be scaled. And, and that's it. I mean, there's no, there's no secret, right? I mean, not at all. Yeah. So speaking of that, and you need to read this book, if you haven't, Hook Points. I have not. I have not. So to your point, that's this book. Okay. In a nutshell. So he's written two books, 100 million followers. Okay. And Hook Points. These two Love books it. are super powerful. So much to the point that I hired Brendan. Wow. That's so what, what, why is that so important in this digital age, to your point? Mm -hmm. It's so critical that you connect with people and you have 30 seconds to do it. What is the right messaging? Right. What is the right connection? How do you do that? How do you grow it? How do you connect with those people? And what do you say or do mm. to get somebody to react to want to actually scroll through the mm -hmm. Instagram feed or Facebook feed and actually say, I want to watch that. Yeah. How do you do it? <laughs> what is it? What's the hook? Yeah. And so what we're doing is we're figuring that out mm. as, as a company Brilliant. to be able to lean into that process mm. and take next steps. Like I, I'm all about trying to figure out how to actually build our brand and mm. elevate it and make sure that we, we take next steps to be able to implement it. And I got to tell you, that book is awesome. So hook points. Love Brendan that. Payne, cool Love that. And, and, and you mentioned another one too. What was the, what was the second book? There was hook point. hundred million followers. Okay. Very cool. And um, yeah, I mean, Sven, this has been For a million followers. Yeah. A million followers. Sorry. A million hundred. Well, million, yeah. I, We'll have it in the comments below, everybody. Well, I'll look it up. I, I will make sure that everything is in there. All Sven's contact information, you know, that he shared. And then I encourage everybody to follow this man on all medias, really learn from one of the best and brightest minds. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions directly to it. Hopefully I'm not throwing you under the bus there, Sven, but. Uh, oh, this is awesome. You know, I appreciate you loves. taking the time and sharing and, and I want to be able to help others. Like I, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, have that person like, Hey, get out of this business. I, I think it's so hard for, for people to do that. And, and you know what, I, I just, I just want to be able to help others. And I found out that, you know, the more that you give, the more you get. And I got to tell you, I just want to make sure that you people do that. Cause I think that it's hard in this business to be able to figure out what steps to take, mm -hmm. like, you know, and, and I think it's all about that piece. So I actually block time on my calendar to help other people. Wow. And, and our team. And so I want to make sure I do that for, for anybody that's listening to this podcast and our live Facebook feed. If there's questions, email me and I'll, I'll try to figure out how to help you. I think wow. nobody else did that for me, but I want to make sure I, I pay it forward as Leslie did for me. So I, I, and she did it for me. So I want to pay it forward to other people. It's pretty powerful. You did it today and then cool. some, Sven. But yes, please, anybody out there, reach out. Um, you know, I can't thank you enough for taking the time spent. You are an official real estate titan, so I have to dub that in there. That is a title that you can bear forever. No one can take that away from you. So, uh, but I appreciate it. It was it was an honor and a pleasure. And everybody out there as well, it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time, your love and support with what we do with real estate titans.
like us, subscribe us. You know what to do at this point. Uh, I do need to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate, you're looking at the digital end to grow and scale your brand and your presence in your local market, convert to more transactions, visit lionboltmedia.com. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon with a different Titan in a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, man. See you, bud.